You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. This is the Thunder Quack Podcast. The official podcast of Thunder Quack Podcast Network where anything can happen. So strap yourselves in and hold on to your butts. It's Thunderquack time! Hello and welcome back to the Thunderquack podcast, the official podcast of Thunderquack.com. You can get it early every Tuesday except this week, uh, at patreon.com slash thunderquack, or you can wait and get it late every Friday on podcast services across the galaxy. I am one of your hosts, Michael Cohen. And I'm your other host, Amanda Konkin. And one of the reasons why this is coming out, not on Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) Now, okay, that's not fair. That's not, that's not fair to yourself. We had a, we had a late start yesterday. And a million tech problems. And then everything... But <laughs> but yeah, the the tech problems were on my side, and hopefully they're fixed now. Um, yeah. But uh, if you listen to Rebel Cells, you know that 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 last week I had similar issues with Matt, um, and I just it, they were Wi-Fi issues. So I just crossed my fingers and prayed to the Wi-Fi gods and hoped that they would go away. And then last night they came back, and <laughs> I, <laughs> which I should have expected, right? But, um, so, so that is on me. I, uh, but, uh, hopefully, so I, I've, I've kind of redone our Wi-Fi setup in the house, um, with these Wi-Fi boosters. So hopefully now I'll have a more, um, a more stable connection. Um, and, and we won't have any issues, but like the thing is, is that we didn't have issues for so long. Everything yeah, was no, fine. it was so good. But, and then it was, and, but I just want people to understand the extent of the tech issues. So here's the, here's what happened. My Skype completely logged me out. Like, it won't let me back in, and I had to create a new Skype account, which, you know, boohoo for you, Skype, like, whatever. It was the only Microsoft product I've used for, like, a decade. So they just thought that my Hotmail account from when I was a teenager was still active for some reason, and it's obviously not. But then when I finally did get into Skype, we then started talking, and then there was the issues that you were having with the the Wi-Fi. Yeah. And then while you were setting up your Wi-Fi, and you're like, okay, this is going to take a bit. I'm going to like log into this other computer. I was like, okay, I'm just going to go upstairs and grab some popcorn then really quick. And so I left my computer downstairs, went upstairs, came back two minutes later, and it, was, it had shut itself down and was installing updates that were going to take like 45 minutes to install. They're just, it was comical, Mike. It was so comical, and I wanted to share that with people, that it, it just like was one thing after another. You, you called me back, and I'm assuming it was on your phone, right? Like you used yes, Skype yeah, on yeah, your I phone did. to call me back. Yeah. And you were like, hey, so this is what just happened. And mm-hmm. I just said, oh, we're not podcasting tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like we're not supposed to do this tonight. Yeah. It's just yeah. not supposed to happen. Yeah. So, yeah. um, yeah. So we, we, we pushed it by a day. Um, depending, I mean, like, look, it's already nine o'clock at night and we got it. We have an hour of Avengers to get through, um, get, not get through. It's going to be a joy. And the second that we hit play, we're going to, everything is going to melt away Oh yeah. and we're going to be enveloped in the, in the gloriousness that is act two of, of Avengers Endgame, which, like, hey, the setup is fine. It's a little bit of a bummer, actually. The, the we talked about it last week. Like the 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 first act is actually a lot of downers to take, but yeah. it ends on a high note. It definitely leaves you with a like, okay, 
we're going to get the team back together. Yeah. Literally, it's we are getting a team, right? And then and yeah. then he says we're working on that and that's where we cut. Yeah. So if you're if you're following along at home, we're not really going to talk about anything else this week because I just want to get right into this. Um, uh, we're well, we can talk gonna... about three. There's three things that we can talk about beforehand because they're. Random. Oh, OK. There's random. Things. But uh, you should be queued up to forty seven fifty three and you should have uh, uh, Ant-Man's hands over a taco and some chips on <laughs> your screen. And that's where we're going to jump into it. And this is like from this point to the end of act two. When, um, when they all get back from, from the, the time heist, it's nothing but yucks. It's just like, this is the, this is the best, not the best part. This is the most fun we're going to have in this rewatch because then when we come back for act three, it's going to be a lot of intense action and then I'm going to cry for the last 30 minutes of the movie. So... (laughs) Um, but this so, is yeah, just like, going to be a good time. But it's, this it's, is it's this is the solid. part of the movie like when we talk about it. It's three movies, and it's like you've got the first movie that's a real bummer, the second <laughs> movie that's just a good old fun uh, time travel silly movie. America's that's America's ass. Yeah, I love it's it. just oh, it's best. just jokes and jokes and jokes uh, yeah. along with some cool action, um, but really actually not even that much action. And yeah. then and then it's just like hey. Um, this is the coolest thing you're ever going to see in your yeah. life. And nothing's, yeah. I don't think anything's ever going to top like, this on screen. The thing but. that's crazy is that I don't realize how Endgame, I think it's, it's mostly this second act that we're going to go into. Yeah. That's what I think most of Endgame is, but really it's not. There's a full hour long fight at the end of this yeah. movie. Like it's a full chunk of the movie. So yeah. it's, it's, it's a very large intense. portion yeah. of the film. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's pretty intense. All right. What, what, what did you want to get into? So how pleased am I that we podcasted today because the Batwoman announcement about Rose. Uh, Ruby Rose. Yeah. Ruby Rose. That wasn't on our radar yesterday. And that I think is worth is worth talking about because I mean, not that we really do that much Batwoman podcasting. Here's the deal, though. Here's the deal. Kind of interested to watch Batwoman now. (laughs) <laughs> to see like what they do with getting like, I'm not necessarily going to I I shouldn't say not necessarily. I am without a doubt not going back and watching the first season of the show. I saw enough in in teasers like at the end of episodes of Arrow and whatnot and then the Flash whatever night it was on, I don't know. I think yeah. it was actually Supergirl and then Batwoman was on after Supergirl. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um so I saw enough of the like stay tuned for Batwoman when she's going to basically be Batman with boobs and red hair. And I was like, this is not the character from the comics. This is not a show worth my time personally. Um, I understand that other people might be into it. And I don't think that it's uh, a significant step down in quality in terms of the CW shows by any stretch of the imagination. But the biggest thing that was stopping me from watching that show was Ruby Rose because in the crossover, um, last year and then this year she really showed me that like no this is not this is not it's just not, not something that i'm interested in right participating in let's see right. um fair. do you have you read any of the articles do you has she said why she's stepping no, away from it? no she hasn't I, like i've read i skimmed a few of them before yeah. but i think the general consensus is, is that they're not sure uh why like it's just it's unclear why She's left like they haven't been a comment specifically about why she's parted ways, but that they we just know that the season is still going to go forward and they're going to recast it. So, 
Who knows? Okay. Yeah. Who knows um, what that is? Yeah. I. I. I don't know. I think this is a good, this is a positive thing for the show. Um, it's going to do two things. It's going to give it a bit of a profile boost um, right. as everybody talks yeah. about it, because here's one of the things. No one has said anything to me about Batwoman all right. season. Oh, interesting. It's like yeah, people but... have definitely talked. In fact, I think the show that's probably gotten the most buzz outside of the fact that Arrow was ending uh, has been Legends. Um, and that's just, that's just anecdotally on Twitter. Um, and, and Facebook, uh, uh, with the, the people that I, that I follow, right, yeah. um, I honestly have no idea what happened in the second half of this season of the flash. Uh, once like, cause I, I stopped watching everything the second that we were done quiver, yeah. not out of a, like, Hey, I don't want to watch these anymore. It's, it was just like, I'm going to watch other stuff. Cause now I don't yeah. have to be up to date with these shows. Um, and when they're all on Netflix and I feel like getting around to them, I will jump back into them. Uh, Supergirl yeah. probably first and foremost. Oh, actually that's not true. Legends first and foremost. I did watch the first like three episodes of Legends this season. This is pretty good. But, um, yeah, like at no point has anybody other than Andy said, are you Anything watching Batwoman? Um, and, and Andy, uh, uh, God bless the man. Uh, he watches all of the CW shows without fail. And, uh, and, and, and like, like, here's the thing. If it makes you happy, it makes you happy. I don't derive a ton of joy from them anymore. (laughs) Just by virtue of, I think what we went through with Arrow. Um, but, but, um, yeah, like like Batwoman just has not been on the radar other than other than like I said but the the teasers on while watching Supergirl right. of like hey check out this show right. and you going yeah. like not on not on your life pal. Yeah. Um so I don't know well, I'm sure that it has its fan base that's probably yeah. upset but could for be me, it's, yeah, it'll be I'm interesting to see like what what they do with it. So it's gonna sure. it's a lot of it's gonna depend on who they cast, um, yeah. I think, and and if if that ends up uh, changing the direction of the show. It, it seems odd to me that her contract wouldn't have m- included a second season. Like it just is like a weird thing to me that, anyways, whatever, it's fine. Who I don't maybe like, they just maybe con- they just really wanted somebody with yeah. a big name to start it and. I Who think knows? that contracts are always negotiable. That's the I mean, thing yeah. is that that's one of the, that's, that's one of the secrets of adult life that, that nobody tells you when you're a kid, you hear the word contract and you think, Oh my God, if somebody <laughs> gets me to sign a contract, right. And it's like, you get your first phone contract and you're like, Oh my God, this is a binding legal document. And you think like, Oh, this is like, I, there's no <laughs> way that I can get out of this. And it's like, every, Everything in life is negotiable, uh, yeah. except for death and taxes, right? Those are the... Yeah. So... Oh, uh, don't remind me about my taxes. <laughs> okay. um, so, yeah, like, like I, I think that, you know, I, I, there was probably a clause in it that she exactly. was able to take advantage of. If not, then she's probably... There's probably a penalty of some kind. Yeah. Um, that, like, she has to pay something back or something like that. But... Um, but honestly, I think if she's not having fun on the show and if that's either coming across in the product, I don't know because I haven't watched it, or um, is impacting the environment on set, then yeah, I, I maybe think... It's, maybe it's right. 
Yeah, I think yeah. that people would be like, yeah, this is probably for the best. And it seems like that's that's the the vibe is of like, like, yeah. well, you know, it's better that everybody kind of parts amicably than it gets yeah. worse. I She was a weird casting choice from the beginning. I I I yeah. I did not see it, um, and it it uh, yeah. yeah. I'd be curious to what other people think though. I especially people that are watching Batwoman. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, good. And then the the only other thing that I thought we were going to talk about was the Umbrella Academy because I was really excited to talk about Umbrella Academy. Oh well, yeah. I mean, like, there's not a lot to say, right? It, season right. two is coming uh, July thirty first. Yeah. 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 Um, which is actually now that I say that out loud, that's that's so far away, but it's not <laughs> that far away, I guess. It's not that far away. It's like um, it's like two months. Yeah. I yeah, man. Umbrella Academy is a great show. Uh it's a great comic. It gives you two months to catch up on the first season. Yeah, and if you haven't watched, you it, haven't then, watched it, then then get on. I think I might actually force Crystal to watch it because I want to watch oh, watching yeah. that trailer, which the, the, the trailer that they put together is so the announcement of, of season two so good. Uh, of the season two release is just them recreating the uh the the I think we're alone now. Uh, dance scene, uh, yeah. dance scene, but with everybody's shelter in place uh, webcams, yeah. and it's, uh, it's it's so it's, good. And it I made me it. vibe with the show. Yeah. Oh, so, so fast, like yeah. instantaneously. Yeah. It's so yeah. iconic to anybody who's watched the show yeah. that it immediately made me go like, that show was really great. I should watch yeah. it again. It made me want to rewatch it again yeah. for sure. Which like and that's what they were going for and mission accomplished. Totally, well done. Totally. And the thing I really like is that I love it when sequels have the same people in it. Yeah. So the fact that it's all the core cast, but plus that Ben is more featured because he's great and was only in like two episodes. That's his yeah. name, right? The ghost one. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Anyways, and that he's featured because he obviously wasn't in the dance sequence, obviously, because he's not alive. Um, But I love that he I mean, spoiler, I guess, for no, (laughs) he's not. No, you know that in the first one. He's like a character. He's like he's one. Anyways, but I love that he's actually that there is that he's in the in the trailer for the second one, too. So it's really cute. Anyways, people should watch Umbrella Academy. It got me so excited. I honestly I watched the trailer twice because yep. like and then i and then it made me go watch the original dance sequence again because it's just like it's such a fun it just made me want to watch it again so yeah anyway, um that was, that's i just wanted to rant about my love for the umbrella academy no that's all good i the, i guess the other thing to say is just that yesterday we would have talked about this more yesterday i think because it was a little bit more fresh but um the community table read uh happened oh, yeah. and yeah. uh it was fantastic and just fun um uh just a really really good time uh and uh so there's the the table <gasps> read which itself is 35 minutes oh no mike what oh no mike what i don't i can't hear you oh are you, am i cutting out okay the the wi-fi woes okay tragic yes i uh, you still can't hear me I can now. Okay. You're back. Okay, right, we'll just keep going. I unless it unless it through. cuts out, cuts out. Um Yeah, yeah. Uh but yeah, so there's the thirty five minute uh table read itself and then there's uh there's a forty minute Q and A with the cast and, and Dan Harmon. Um and then there's actually also like an hour long episode of the Darkest Timeline podcast, uh, which is Joel McHale and Ken Jong's podcast. 
And uh, so there's like, it's, there's so much content that came out of this table read if you're a community fan. And uh, it's, it's definitely worth digging into if you like the show. Um, uh, certainly if you're as much of a fan as I am, it's a, it's a bit of a dream come true to have everybody reunited. And the, the amazing thing is how easily they all just clicked back into their characters. It was just, it was, uh, it was, I, I loved it. It was, it was fantastic. Nice. nice. Yeah. That's good. I, I haven't watched it, so I, I might have to, I, there's a lot of stuff that I haven't watched, so, <laughs> but, um, you know, as we're, we're aware of this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> cool. Well then let's take a break for ads and then, uh, uh, <laughs> sorry. I said, woohoo. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, well, hey, if you don't want to listen to the ads, then you can head over to patreon.com slash thunderquack and, you know, get get What the, a good idea. I would do that. Without if ads. I was listening to the podcast, I think yep. that that would be a good idea. Because, I, I mean, can't you, like, get it for, like, a dollar? Uh, no. A dollar is early, is to get it early oh, on right, Tuesday. Oh, right, the early one. Oh, right, Five dollars right, yeah. is to get it uh, ad-free. Ten dollars gets you the uncut version, um, and uh, and this is all ten dollars like a month. Uh, and then uh, twenty dollars episode. Yeah, per episode. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, twenty twenty dollars gets you a uh, Patreon producer shout shout out like uh, JJ Samuel and Brian Murawski get in every mm-hmm. episode. So there it is. And that that was the producer. Patreon producer shout out. Yeah, you can you can like call yourself a producer too. Yeah. Because you are a producer, you help produce and make Put creative it on content. IMDb. Yeah, uh, yeah you can. Or I don't think that podcast, podcast version. I, yeah, I don't the think podcast that... version of IMDb is. <laughs> if there isn't, yeah. that might actually be a thing worth doing. Um, it, it would be. And but here's the thing too that people don't think you can put it on your resume that you are a podcast yep. producer. Yeah. Because you understand what it takes to make a podcast. Money. Yeah, money, money is what it takes. Money is what it takes. It actually doesn't take money. We did this for free with no money for a very long time. Um, but I mean, if you want it to sound decent, it takes your a own bit personal money. your own personal capital, I think, yeah. was put into it a lot. So that's fair. Sure. Um, cool. Okay. Let's stop for ads. We'll be right back, and then we'll get into Avengers Endgame Act Two. All right. Let's let's get into this. So, like I said, everybody should be uh, queued up to. Forty-seven fifty-three uh, on. Uh, we're watching on Disney Plus. Um, I don't know if that's going to be exactly the same second on Blu-ray or DVD or or any of the yeah, other streaming yeah. services. But um, hopefully you'll you should be in the right ballpark. But what like well, like I said, what you should see on screen is Ant Man about to have a taco. Well, his hands about to open up a taco uh, and some uh, some chips. Uh, and here's the thing. Here's the question. Where did these chips and tacos come from? Did they order out? Did they get this DoorDash to, to the yeah. Avengers compound? Of course. Or do they have like a cafeteria in, on the maybe, Avengers compound? Or maybe Ant-Man just got back from a drive where he was clearing his head a little bit and came back to sit okay. down and have his taco. We're going to continue talking about this once we hit play. So I'm just okay. going to, are you ready to go? I am ready to go. Okay. And I, I know we do the one, two, three, and then on, and, and then, then on app, play. and then, and then on, play. and then yeah. play. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm standing okay. by. Whenever Although you're it's going to be a three, two, one, not a one, two, three. Okay, I, what you... kind of a monster are you? <laughs> Honestly, Amanda. This is why you do the things, Mike. <laughs> Honestly. What chaotic world trusted. are you living in? 
can't be trusted unbelievable okay. you just exposed yourself to the whole internet community. <laughs> what kind of a terrible person you are okay ready yes three two one play uh so here we go this is a delicious taco here's the thing ant-man went he he drove he brought the tacos back and then he already like he gave some to the hulk and then came outside to enjoy his i feel like there's like a there's like a cafeteria or something cafeteria at that well i mean that i'm sure that all of these questions could be answered uh by other people oh no i knocked my computer over sorry (laughs) nice (laughs) nicely done uh nebula endearing herself to us even more by making fun of ant-man and the entrance of war machine priceless sorry regular size man it's so good i love it I love it. And oh, then yeah, the Hulk gives him one of his tacos. Just that wonderful <laughs> smile, that wonderful Mark Ruffalo smile coming through. He's and so the good. music cue is unbelievable. <laughs> it's so perfect. This it's is the just... funnest part of Avenger of, of Endgame. Like I feel like if people just want to have a good time, come yeah. watch the second part of Endgame. Yeah. I love the sparks coming off of the back just, of that track. I just noticed that too as we're watching. Oh. I'm like, oh man, because oh, right, it's, it's riding so, so low. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. Those little details, man, you yeah, don't see them so until you watch it like a million times. Oh, I'm going to brag and say that I did notice the sparks in the theater on oh. the first night and was chuckling at it. Uh, <laughs> it's one of my favorite little touches in this sequence. You see the truck just go back to normal the second the whole. I mean, off. I did notice that. I did notice yeah. that part of it, that it's like stuff. Uh, but and I has Thompson. Yeah. Woo. She's my fave. Well, one of my faves. I really like her. I think she does a good job. I'm excited to see more from her in Thor Love and Thunder. Uh, yeah. I'm excited for... I'm excited for a, a legitimate, uh, 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 let's just use shorthand and say queer storyline in uh, in the MCU with her character. Because um, we've been promised that in Love and Thunder. And I didn't uh, know that. Yeah. Ooh, that's exciting. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, Yay. Because a big deal was made out of the fact that, that Avengers Endgame would have an openly gay character in it. And a lot of people oh. were going like, it's probably Asgardian. But right. then it doesn't end up, or sorry, not Asgardian, Valkyrie. I'm I right, saying the yeah. wrong characters. Wait, who's the openly gay character in Avengers? It's, it's the guy in the in the the um the support group scene. The guy oh. that, that that Joe Russo plays. Oh, oh, um, okay. That's what they oh. were talking about. And to me, it's like that's no, a little bit of a cop no, out. No, that doesn't count. Yeah, that yeah, that doesn't count. You it's, need to make them an integral yeah, part of your story. It's they just can't like be a in, it's the in same Rise of Skywalker like, when they're like, "Oh, we're gonna have an on-screen uh, gay character," and it's yeah. it's a kiss at yeah, the end yeah, of Rise of like, Skywalker that they edited out for the Asian market. So. Yeah. Yeah, if you can remove right, it's the it's like one yeah. of those tropes of it's like one of the criticisms of like female representation, right? If you can remove the character or replace them by a lamp, they don't count as representation, right? Like this. By the way, I'm talking over the scene. I'm so sorry. The introduction of like Fat Thor is my absolute like. I just yeah. it, have we talked about this before about the importance? I think maybe when we were doing the last one, I talked about how. Like, I think the Thor character is so important in, like, the difference in, like, how people deal with tragedy and, like, yeah. the complexity of his character. I, but also that Chris Hemsworth, being who he is, yeah. being able to do this character and do it justice and do it so well. I think the, really awesome. the, the 
perfect aspect of of this character's arc is it's two things. I don't think that Chris Hemsworth is playing the fact that Thor is fat as a joke. No. No. From his perspective, right? I mean, like, there yeah. are definitely jokes written into this when he mm-hmm. grabs Rocket a second ago and rubs him against his belly. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's, it's like, oh, this is gross. It's your big fat belly, yeah. right? Um, I think there's also an element of it that Thor has very clearly not been taking care of himself in other ways as well. He is yeah. smelly and, uh, and unkempt and probably sweaty and, and whatnot. Yeah. Like, there's, there's yeah. more going on there than just the fat thing. But I think that he, he takes this depression mm-hmm. and we see it in this moment here, like so yeah. seriously. And as an yeah. actor, like Chris Hemsworth is a fantastic actor Yeah. beyond being funny, beyond being one of the most beautiful specimens in the history of humanity. Yeah. Uh, he is a, he is actually a very, very gifted actor and yeah. the pain is visceral in his performance in this movie and the drinking and his body and all of it is part of a journey that Thor is on. And they could have very easily ruined the whole thing at the end of the movie by having him pick up Mjolnir, transform into Thor into like superhero Thor and be ripped again. Right. right? And for it to just, to just wash it away, but they don't, he is, in the same way that Tony says, you know, like, I want to, like, we got to get back what we lost, but I got to keep what I found, right? Like, these right, are the yeah, two yeah. things. And that is actually, that theme, that ideology is exemplified in Thor's journey where he's whole, he's complete at the end of the movie, but after this act, actually, but he, it doesn't remove the trauma, he yeah. just yeah. processes, deals with it, integrates it into who he is as a person and moves forward instead yeah. of staying in this regressed state where he's gone back to yeah. who he was when we first met him. Right. Yeah. Uh, even worse off than when we first met him in the first Thor movie. So yeah. it's a Which, it's a beautiful journey for a character. Really- yeah. yeah, it really makes me remember how oh unlikable Thor is in the first movie. Like he is yeah. just the worst, and it just it's just so great. Like I do I do really like this, and it's and that that scene just being yeah. bookended by the humor is really nice, and you yeah. get this beautiful. That's probably one of the richest acting moments in the 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 show. This episode. What is this? What is it? Film. Film? That's in, what, the, in this movie. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. There's a lot of words that you could have used that you didn't that that would have been correct. I know. But that's all right. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is a great hey, look. This is a great <laughs> one. I I just a ridiculous Ronan attacking everybody. Yeah, action sequence. Um, yeah. And this is comic books, man. This this is why comic books are awesome. Who is this guy? Who are all yeah. these other guys? It doesn't matter. We know that this yeah. is the end of an issue of a Ronin comic. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. it's all that's all that matters is the context. The yeah. the what's actually happening isn't important. We we know from previous scenes from, from the stuff with Natasha and and um and Rody that 
Hawkeye's out there killing people. He's like basically yeah. leaving a trail of bodies, and that's the only reason they know he's still alive and out there. Yeah. Um, because he's not talking yeah. to anybody, and he's gone through this <laughs> again. It just like Thor. It's like like that first act. We were like, okay, here's our our heroes who've kept the faith, right? Right. Yeah. To a certain yeah. extent, like they they've they've yeah. remained somewhat intact. Now they have to go get find the ones the rest are, of the team yeah. back together and this is where yeah. we come in and we go like thor is not a whole person right now uh right. Yeah, clint yeah. is not a whole person right now right like we're, yeah. we're gonna kind of go along and find and find the rest of our team bring them back together so that we can start healing some of the damage that's been done um well and that it deals with the consequences of yeah. the previous like actions. Like that yeah. I think is really important that like none nothing in this movie really shies away from consequence yeah. and that you really do get like there's stuff that happened. Well and the whole so, the whole movie is about processing trauma, right? <laughs> like mm, like really I think yeah, right. I think at its core the 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 thing that brings all of the Avengers together is this they're the Avengers. <laughs> Right. As Tony says, not the prevengers, the Avengers. And like, that's when they do their best work is after the fact. And, and that's, that's a thematic element in it. Like, like, and I love it when the, when a movie states its thesis, I love it even more when it states it at the beginning of the film so that it's like, Hey, heads up. This is what this movie is about. Um, and, and it, and it really is like, this is, this is them going, like, we have to react to something that has happened and everybody is going to do it differently. Right. But we talked about it last week. This is, this is Nat and Clint. They've, they've switched roles. Um, it used to be that Clint was the one that kept Nat grounded uh, yeah. and out of that that spiral and now she's yeah. doing the same thing for him which yeah. is that's great i love the lebowski <laughs> reference I, it's yeah it's good i haven't seen big lebowski either it's i good. love rockets you're only a genius on this planet yeah uh, I, because it's because it's true because rocket yeah. is actually pretty smart and i think it's well, that we... yeah it's it's one of the things that doesn't really get played up that much in yeah in the MCU because of the type of stories yeah. that the guardians tell, but rocket yeah. is a, a genius level character, like engineer yeah. in the same way yeah. that Tony is in the same way that, that, yeah. that uh, uh, Bruce and Hank Pym and, and a lot of these yeah. characters are these incredible geniuses. Rocket is actually very, very smart. Um, this moment is funny. Yeah. Where he... <laughs> One test run. <laughs> yeah. I just, he's so nervous. Oh, it's yeah. just, I do like a, I don't understand why they let Clint do the test. It just doesn't seem really like a good idea to send somebody with like a lot of like trauma. Well, I think as we see, you know, he doesn't, he, there's not really a lot he's going to get the opportunity to do. Uh, Don Cheadle yeah. just kills in this, in yeah. the pantomime. It's, <laughs> he's so good. Oh man. This, this is, and I think we maybe talked about this a little bit last week, but this is the key to the MCU. The casting in these films is yeah, it's just, really just yeah. above and beyond. And Don Cheadle, like everybody is a heavy hitter. It's the all-stars, right? Like this is, it's just, these are. <laughs> They're listing time yeah. movies. It's just it's so good. <laughs> Die Hard? That's Die not hard. one. <laughs> You know that that's an ad lib. That has to yeah, be an ad lib. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's just Paul Rudd. Die Hard. That's not one. 
the the thing that's kind of funny is like you sometimes watch all these ad libs that just don't work, mm-hmm. and it does make you realize how golden it is when they find the one that does. Because there's a few of that where they yeah. they have some. Feel like it is the cheese whiz one too. Don Cheadle does a lot of ad libbing too. I feel like and stuff. Yeah. So, anyways. Hi, uh, there we go. Past the quantum realm, and uh, we're zipping through time. Uh, it appears to be working. I love the wormholes and in, in, implying that there are so many multiple yeah, uh, time streams yeah. uh, and places for them to go. I, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but the the important thing to remember. It, this is one of the things we talk about this all the time with time travel. You have to have rules, and they have, and you have to follow them, right? Yeah. Yeah. The one of the great things that I think this movie does is it states the rules that are important, but it implies a lot of the rules that that it's like that's just for the huge nerds. And yeah. one of the rules that um that I think it does the best job of implying is if we go back to the diagram of the model that to- that Tony does um and you watch it, you pay attention to it. White he's trying to solve for is traveling through time and returning to the same point that you left. Right. So when you look at the Mobius strip and you see he's, it's a bunch of the time, like a bunch of the targets go around it and only one of them returns back to the point of origin. Right. And that's what the, the hand thing is. It's, Mm -hmm. Traveling through time isn't the hard part. They can get into the quantum realm with the PIM particles. It's getting back to your quantum address that is... And without pushing time through. The hard part. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, the the Hulk was just... He was was attempting time travel in the completely wrong method. But the... Because it... Tony never states that this is how time travel works. But then when the Hulk states it later, it totally supports the idea that what they're doing is they're traveling into time streams, Mm -hmm. altering those time streams, but then returning to their home time stream, as opposed to the back to the future method of like, you go into a time stream. Then when you travel forward, you're traveling forward in that alternate time. Right. Mm -hmm. Which Mm -hmm. is what breaks it. So, Like it's like that device is is the whole key to time travel in this story is that Tony has figured out a way to basically like like plant a flag in the moment and place that you left travel through time and then return back to that point. Right. And that's the that's the key. Without that, the story actually completely breaks down. But they 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 nailed it. They they put a lot of thought into it. The only plot hole that exists is that there is one loose time stream that nobody ever addresses it's the one where uh uh, we just experienced hawkeye removes the baseball glove he takes that with him because it's like does he return it or whatever right they said we don't ever get any indication that it gets returned yeah. Which means that Maybe. there's a there's an alternate time stream where that baseball glove doesn't exist in doesn't, time anymore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Probably doesn't have negative repercussions. 
yeah, but yeah. a butterfly flaps its wings and blah 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 right yeah. um we don't know we're talking over one of the great moments for uh, yeah, Thor, where he's where he's, he's telling the story of the dark world which is so yeah. ballsy because it is widely considered the worst film in the mcu yeah. um although i personally think it's the incredible hulk but i <laughs> and I love, I love that Scott just Ant-Man, loves it. Like he's like, it's, it's just like involved. Yeah. Um. I actually, in too, in in talking to my parents through the the MCU, I have talked about how uh, Thor: The Dark World is not necessarily a really good one to watch, but I think it's like because of the Patty Jenkins thing and stuff. So, but it's fine. Yeah. Honestly, it's fine. It's not that bad of a movie. It's just when you compare it to everything else, it's not great. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, <laughs> Tony's like, okay, you can sit down now. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah. I do. I like that they all get to sort of talk about their movies. Yeah. Well, everybody gets to like like one of the wonderful things that happens as a result. I love of, that yeah. Everybody just like loves Ant Man as this little like. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of the wonder wonderful things that results from this movie is that all of these characters that we love now know one another pretty intimately they because they spend all of this time together right yeah yeah so there there are all of these connections all of these bonds and friendships that come out of this that that who knows what that's going to (laughs) not it is so good (laughs) um (laughs) who knows what that's gonna result in in the future right because that's i think one of the places where the mcu shines is is in pairing up characters and i mean like who could have guessed after avengers that thor and hulk would end up having one of the most fun oh so good like so good i love oh i love it totally like um yeah it's it's fantastic i love that moments of them realizing that the that three of the stones are all in new york at the same time but the thing that I love about it is that they're wrong, right? They're, they luck out that, that the, um, the ancient one. Oh, has the time stone is in New York and has the time stone with her. Cause they uh, just, they just, well, cause I don't think they know enough about what's his face, right? No, nobody knows anything about Dr. Strange because he hasn't been a part of any of the other stories. Right. right? Yeah. 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 Um, man, this speech. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, I love Captain America. It's oh, uh, yeah. I mean, it, there's a there's a meta narrative element to this where it it ends his 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 speech ends, and uh, and Rocket says he's pretty good at that, <laughs> and it's it's, like, it's yeah. Captain America, but it's also it's also Chris Evans. Yeah, yeah. I love the look that Tony gives him. There's so much there. There's so much there between them. God, these movies are so good. Yeah, it's yeah. unfathomable yeah. how good these yeah. movies are. I don't. Yeah. I don't understand it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is this is the weirdest part. Is like the like psychological or like the physical like how they can shrink down that ship and then put it on themselves and then shrink down to the quantum realm and then resize it again i'm like "Mm," it's like the least believable part about the whole thing but it's established within the rules of pim particles in ant-man and the wasp because in ant-man and the wasp they have the whole building that they shrink down in the suitcase that they then put inside the van that then shrinks and in the in the final sequence of that movie they take the building, which has the quantum tunnel, which Hank Pym is in 
the quantum ship in the quantum realm, retrieving Wasp, the original Wasp, right? Janet Van Dyne. Yeah. He's inside that. They shrink down the building and then they shrink down the building inside the van repeatedly back and forth. So like they established in that movie that like it's the, the, the pin particles are ridiculous. It don't worry about it. That's good. It makes sense. I like it. I like it. Um, (laughs) so good. So good. I love the, like the, like difference between their old selves and their, and their current selves and just how that time has made such a huge difference in like who they are. Like they're, I don't know. It's just great. (laughs) <laughs> it's it's a it's a funny comic book thing because comics yeah. comics are a writer's medium i think as much as as much as the art is important in comic books i think it's gratuitous yeah oh, cause, oh, i don't know this version of oh, this is so he's, good he's a bad like, actor mark, is mark great... ruffalo is the only one that could yeah. really like pull that yeah. kind of stuff off i love um, it so much but comic books, because it's a writer's medium and, and it all depends on how the writer chooses to handle a character, you can have one story where a character is handled very poorly and then another version where that character is handled really well. Um, and and then you have to you have to somehow reconcile these disparate stories into a continuity. And it doesn't work. It, it never really works. But I feel like that moment kind of captures that essence of like the character has come a long way, but also it, the, it can be handled so differently. Like we talk about the incredible Hulk, the characters handled so differently than he is once Mark Ruffalo starts playing the character. And then even yeah. once you get into Thor Ragnarok and they really start to figure out who yeah, is the right. Hulk. And that's, that's really yeah. the first movie where we get to yeah. see the Hulk, right? Yeah. He's not just an action set piece, but is a character. Yeah. Um, and, and just, yeah, getting to see all that different stuff, but then you have to reconcile it all and they, they force us to do it in this, which is great. Um, yeah. That was Loki. Loki was there. I do like that Tom Hiddleston got to be in this movie, but as like replaying himself as when he was. Yeah. Like, I don't think, I think that, that shot of Tom Hiddleston, I don't think was new. I think that that's, that's from dark world. Um, yeah. as is this, the shot coming up with, with Jane, it's from a deleted scene. Oh yeah, definitely. Because they couldn't get Natalie Portman back. Just no, they scene. actually, they actually had her scheduled oh. and she was going to come in and do it. And then they realized that they had that, that footage and said, oh. it's okay. We don't need to do this. We, we can, we can actually just use this, oh, this nice. sequence, um, and, Sweet. and save ourselves some time. And, um, and she had also, I think, uh, recorded some some dialogue um, oh, okay. or I think the recorded dialogue is in it, but it's actually like not they don't use all of it. They just she just right, kind of yeah. makes a noise. Yeah. But um, yeah, like they they had planned more originally, but then this is all they really needed. It wasn't important, right. I think, was right, the, yeah. like like they could have done more. But it right. but it was actually just kind of distracting from it because Jane isn't the focal point of Thor's story here she's actually what we see before is that like he's actually kind of okay with everything with jane like it's it's whatever happened between the two of them after the dark world it's like they they kind of just parted ways right yeah yeah um so it like that's not something that he needs to process but this stuff with his mother is still yeah 
totally yeah. is still on unfinished business so so yeah. it's that's the more important scene and i love it so much it's yeah. one this is the stuff with thor is one of my favorite like thing i just i really do i really do like this and you i think rocket is an underappreciated character in this too that like he's lost everyone yeah right like he's so invested in, and that's what you get from this from this scene where he's just like is like how is everybody else like this again, you're you, what you're saying. It's the different ways that people process grief and all that stuff, yeah. right? So like for, he's for like, him, he's, he's just like he's a surprisingly resilient character. Especially was that a coffee mug. I feel like there was a coffee cup in the was background. There? <laughs> Maybe. Um, well, Thor had a drink with him oh, when they came that's through. What it was. I think. That's what it probably was. Um, yeah, he's got yeah. like his travel mug or whatever. Probably just left his. He probably left his travel mug full it's of probably, full of beer. Probably um, what it is. <laughs> yeah, Rocket's but. a really resilient character, and I think one of the things that people forget in uh, Infinity War and Endgame is that it's actually, um, in Infinity War, it's it's several years after Volume Two, Guardians right. Volume Two, which because Guardians Volume Two happens almost immediately after Volume One, right. Right, and so the, they've been together for a while since. Yeah, so yeah. It, it's the characters have all grown a lot and then we take a five-year jump with nebula and rocket where rocket has an opportunity to actually do a lot of growing up as a result right. of everything that they they've gone through right. in infinity war right so he's a very grounded very mature character in this story mm -hmm. it's going to be very interesting to see when we come back to volume three of guardians how that all plays when they bring everybody back together because because Quill, Drax, Mantis, like they're all going to still be where they were in Infinity War, yeah. right? More or less. Can I just explain the logic flaw in that is like it would have made more sense for Nebula to drop them off at the other planet and for then them to then drive back here. Then it would have been to send Nat and and Hawkeye on their own. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. but I get that they wanted that really cool moment of the two of them in the spaceship by themselves, yeah. two little humans. Anyways, but I just it's just like a little bit of a logic flaw where I'm like that doesn't seem like the best yeah. planning. Like, it's you probably weird, should have done it a different way. But I think one but. of the keys is that they don't know with um, uh, oh man, I can't remember the. The name of the planet just fell out of my brain. Morag? Morag? No, no, no. The one that, the one that, uh, oh, Vormir? Vormir, yeah. They yeah. don't know what they're walking into. Right. We know okay, what's so going to happen right. on Morag, right? We right. know that, right. that yeah, that's Quill is there yeah. and we're going to take yeah. his tools from him and break into it ourselves. Yeah. That's um, fair. This is, this is so unexpected on opening night to, mm -hmm. to pop over and like, here's, uh, pre Guardians, uh, Nebula and, and Gamora. Yeah. And we get to see them right before. This is this is immediately be before the events of Guardians. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Which is really, super really interesting. Cool. Yeah. Um, cool. And it also, it kind of, it retcons the wheel ships back into that story. Because mm. uh, uh, <laughs> they didn't exist. Because what we saw in that one was um, the the Kree ships. We never saw Thanos' Right, we ship. never, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. So we see, we see the oh man, what are they? The reclaimers, the uh, no, sure. the I accusers. Don't, sorry, I don't know what they're. Yeah, oh, the yeah, accusers, yeah. Uh, which is uh, Ronan. Ronan's yeah. Ronan's thing, um, yeah. and uh, I just watched Captain Marvel on the weekend, and um, it's really cool oh. in Captain Marvel to see the Kree ships, yeah. that aren't like to see the difference between what the Kree ships look like in the '90s versus what 
Ronin's ship looks like in what is that 2014? Um, because Ronin has splintered off from the rest of the Kree, right? And oh, he's. I thought they looked really similar. Though. They, Am I just... they, shape-wise, they are very similar. But Ronin's is like the the his ship in Guardians is more. Uh, sort of beat up looking and and kind of right. uh, oh, like almost he's, looks ancient. Yeah. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because he's it. returned to their traditional ways, right? And he right. also he's not wearing the face paint in it, right? Like it's just his blue face. Yeah. <clears throat> so you can say like there's a there's an implied character arc there that that all happens off screen that For I think Ronin. is really cool. And I really like Lee Pace. I think it's really cool that yeah. he got to be in another movie and yeah. You you like Pushing Daisies, right? We talked about that. Before. I've never watched Pushing Daisies. Oh <gasps> yeah. no! I know, really? I know. It's one of those blind spots, and oh, and it's one man. of those shows that, it's you know what it is. It's so not. Good. It's never been accessible for me. Oh, I like good. I like I just haven't had a way to watch it. Uh, I have all the DVDs. Yeah, I don't want to watch it on DVD. Um, <laughs> that we just talked over the introduction of my favorite Iron Man suit. Um, oh. That's the first time that we get to to fully see it. Um, uh, the, the Mark 85, which is very, uh, serendipitous because 1985 is the year I was born. So I, I, it's <laughs> the I, first Captain America ass joke. I love it. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I, point them all out. <laughs> I love that the suit that I love the most is, is the Mark 85 and, and that's a significant number to me. Uh, right. it just kind of syncs yeah. up really nicely. Um, and the only, you know why I like it? Cause I like the gold arms. I like the uh, the the see, just the way that they 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 harken back to the more classic color scheme for Iron Man with it, and it's uh, yeah I don't know, I just I it's it's such a great design. It all of Iron Man suits are great. There isn't a single one that I'm like eh. Um, but <laughs> this uh, is yeah. This is one of my favorite things is the seeing what happens after the credits cut, right? Yeah. Like after that really, <laughs> and the way that Loki. Yeah. <laughs> Well, an ability that we didn't see until uh, uh, Dark World, right? Was his ability to mimic other people? Uh, yeah, I don't. Do yeah. we see that in the first one? No, I actually, four? I think you're right. I don't think I don't think we do. It's in Dark World. Yeah, yeah. He uses other so. illusionary magic, but we never see him like yeah. take somebody else's form. Um, okay. And he does. He specifically does the Captain America one in Dark World. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> this. It, like him having to go down the stairs. I love that there's like little things where it's like, it's just these small details that cause it's, them to like, so the movie, I said this last week, the movie bags on back to the future too. Right. Yeah. On, on the back yeah. to the future franchise. But then it, it employs the back to the future to methodology so well of, um, we're seeing things from other perspectives. We're seeing things from other angles and moments that we weren't privy to before. And we're also setting up moments that are going to have consequences yeah. further on in the, in the story, right? Like we're setting up yeah. a lot of the, the Chekhov's guns. Um, right. And it's so expertly done that it is, even though the movie states that it it's that back to the future is a silly movie. It then is a, an incredible homage to back to the future and the skillful way that that movie handles time travel. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it, I, I love that aspect of it and you can tell that they very clearly thought about it in those terms and, and put a lot of care and attention into mm -hmm. the way that everything unfolds. Mm -hmm. But 
said hey, it last week. The know, Russos are just masterful storytellers. Do we know where this scepter comes from originally? Because this is the Mind Stone, right? Like, yeah. that's what he's getting. So, like, Loki just has it in Avengers, right? I Thanos gave it to him. Okay. So Thanos already had the Mind Stone for some reason. We've never okay. gotten the story of where Thanos got the, the, the Mind, the mind from, Stone yeah. from. But I'm, I'm curious. I like, think it's interesting that he gave it up. But yeah. anyways. But like the one of the things is that like the scepter could control minds, but at the time it wasn't considered the mind stone. That didn't right, happen yeah, until yeah. Age of Ultron, that that yeah, it was yeah. removed and then becomes part of Vision. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I love the 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 axe body spray. <laughs> <laughs> I I uh, the cannon in my desk for emergencies. I love it. Yeah. Emergencies. Uh, and body spray emergencies. Yeah, well, because they oh, just everybody's in this movie. Aliens. I forgot yeah. about these guys as well. Yeah, no, everybody is in this movie. There are very few characters yeah. from the MCU of importance that don't show up. Yeah. Um, yeah. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Sorry. Um, it's so funny looking at Loki and Thor in like just doing these like person like walking through the building type things yeah. in their like epic capes. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just they're like. So as guardian, I just yeah. love it so much. Um, so. One of the things that I love about this scene is how faithful they are in recreating Thor's look from Avengers, oh, because right. yeah. as the movies go on, they get better and better about nailing the way that Chris Hemsworth should look as right. Thor. And, and this is only, you have to remember, this is only the second appearance of Thor. So right. they're not right. quite there yet. They haven't quite nailed it. I feel like right. Ultron is when they, is when they really nail him. You know, like what he actually looks like. Yeah. 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 I think you're right. I think, I think you've got a good point. And, I and even it's really not as bad it. as the original Thor where he's got the dyed blonde eyebrows, <laughs> which is just so distracting in that movie. Yeah. But, but yeah. it's still yeah. like, and Loki's got the absolutely awful hair in this movie. Or in, not in this movie, but in in Avengers. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, they they so faithfully get everybody back to where they're supposed to be, and then that, here we yeah. go setting up the Loki TV series, uh, Disney Plus Matthew. series. Yeah, but we never <laughs> this timeline never really gets. <laughs> no, well that's the thing is this timeline doesn't doesn't get fixed, right? Yeah, um, yeah. because they the, lose the Tesseract the time just stone. gets like oh, taken look, away. Hey, Loki. here's the thing. We don't know that yet. We don't know what Steve does on his mission. Right. It's right. entirely possible that the end of the Loki Disney Plus series is going to conclude with Loki having learned whatever lesson he needs to learn. And then Steve shows up and is like, hey, I'm going to need that back. Right. And right. and returning yeah, and both Loki and yeah. and the time stone and, and the Tesseract mm-hmm. back yeah, to this the... timeline. Right. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah, so as much as Chris Evans is done, maybe he's not done done. This is the best fight. The Chris Evans, Chris Evans fight. Like, (laughs) it's so good. (laughs) I know. Like, it's just like the, I know, like, that he's so, like, he's so, like, exasperated with his, like, his his former self. Again, again, like the Back to the Future thing, though, it's it's one of those things where, like, they're making fun of the character a little bit. But as I talk about a lot in the, in the, at the end of the movie, when he stands up alone by himself, right. tightens yeah. the shield and is yeah. ready to die fighting Thanos, yeah. he says yeah. it without ever saying it. Right. Yeah, but exactly. we know yeah. that that's the same 
thing. It's, it's, it's the same spirit all the way through. It's consistent he, with the yeah. first time that he ever says it, which is in Captain America, where he's got yeah. the garbage can shield and the bully yeah. is beating the, the little, snot yeah. out of him. And yeah, he goes, exactly. I could do this all day. And yeah. it's, yeah, it's the heart of the character, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. exactly. But yeah, it's yeah. the, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Bucky is still alive. And then he's, <laughs> he just knows exactly what to say. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's so good. Oh, I love it. This, oh, best moment in the whole movie. <laughs> it's good stuff. It's good that stuff. It is America's ass. Oh, it just, he can make fun of himself and he's older now. And it yeah. just, I really love Captain America. He's just my favorite. Anyways. It's one of the genius elements of, of, a, of a franchise like the MCU has, which is that, like, when the Avengers come together, there's somebody for everybody yeah, everybody's got exactly. a favorite character yeah. in these movies yeah. oh they they so they so do um this is this is also a brilliant way to have like explain the the yeah. fancy science beautiful with exposition yeah. yeah but also with some cool effects which yeah. is which is fun i also like tilda swinton um yeah so, anyways i'm curious now you're making me like now it's niggling in the back of my brain about what happens with the tesseract timeline like well, anyway. it's a it's a it's an unclosed loop at the moment, right? Yeah. But yeah. but there's yeah. more story to tell there because yeah. the and we know that because we know that Loki is getting his own series. So right. I yeah. I'm I'm confident that they'll close that loop in in that series. Um right. It'll be it'll probably actually be the moment that Loki becomes a hero. Right. Oh, because they'll give he back up transition. The thing. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. he'll realize, like, okay, I have to, I have to put back what I've messed up. Because right. the story, the story of that show is going to be that he goes through time messing things up because he's Loki. Oh, right. right. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. That he's going to use the tesseract to to uh, travel all over the place, and I'm assuming get the time stone at some point and whatever. But um, yeah, yeah. This is this is such a great revelation. I uh, where that we it's find out like. like in strange giving it away is yeah. one of the only reasons that it comes back to like he realizes it's that the one like, in that 14 one of, million right he knows that, that he has to, to do it yeah. so that the hulk will go back to this moment because the only way that the ancient one is going to willingly give him the time stone is if he says that to her yeah yeah right? that he gave like, it that he gave it that strange gave it away yeah, yeah. straight honestly unsung hero of Endgame is Doctor Strange because he's the one playing the long game. Right? Oh, yeah. Well, um, and that's the thing is that he realized he has to sacrifice himself and he can't be there. He has to put it com- his faith completely in mm-hmm. everybody else. Right? Yeah. And it's just... Oh, yeah. Because oh, it, it was the biggest thing for me where I'm like, how is this going to work out? Like, how is him giving up the time stone, the thing? Yeah. And it's just like he would only do it if it meant that it would save things, right? So yeah. it's good. So yeah, it's yeah, it's 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 so genius. It's yeah. so perfectly executed. Yeah. Um, yeah. If we were smarter, we probably would have gone back and started with Infinity War. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Before doing Endgame, but but. Well, Endgame that means that so I can just fun. like watch Infinity War whenever I want yeah, to. Yeah. It's kind of nice. So. Um. I hate this dude. What's his name? I. Uh, 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 mm, something with an Ma? M. Right? Ebon Ma. Ma. I yeah. Think. Ma. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Just... Yeah, you're not supposed to like him. Yeah, Squidward. He's a good villain. He's a good, good villain. <laughs> uh, I yeah. like it. Yeah. No, I. I mean, it, it's it's 
it's another testament to the Russos and their storytelling ability is that we really don't spend that much time with, uh, with Thanos's, uh, uh, what are they called? Oh, I can't remember what it is, but his, like his minions here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And yet, like we know them. Yeah. We, we know them as well as we need to. Um, and it's it's a lot of uh great storytelling of like showing us what we need to know and not wasting time with what we don't and it's i think it's one of the places where they they're they're so successful is their ability to um because in the commentaries a lot of what they talk about is where they decided to nip and tuck right it's like well so this this was something that we had a lot of trouble with at first and we we had a a lot of difficulty really nailing this moment but once we realized that you know just get to this thing that's how that's when the story comes together right just focus on this character that's where the heart of this scene is right Mm -hmm. they're they're really good at um making sure that every scene is is moving the story forward that it's doing something um and maybe that's just establishing a character's motive or or whatever but the best scenes are the ones where we've got multiple things happening so here we've got we're establishing where thanos is in his mentality right we're we're setting up how he's going to re-enter the story later and we're also getting this glimpse at Gamora and we're starting to see who she is in this moment. Right. And, and we're remembering, Oh yeah, that's right. She's days away from betraying Thanos. Right. Right. Which is a decision that she would, it's not like she made that decision in that moment. It's something that she built up to. Right. So. Oh, I love this scene. This is Thor and Thor and his mom. Sorry, you can keep talking about. No, it's it's just it's it just accomplishes so much. (laughs) This is one of my favorite shirts. Uh, (laughs) The costume design is so good. I love uh, Freya's costume. Oh, not Freya, Frigga. Uh, Her costume is so good. Uh, Like the armor. This is so beautiful too. The way she reacts. The way she reacts to him too. But like it's the casting thing again, right? Like without a powerhouse like Rene Russo in this role. Yeah. yeah. How do you like this scene isn't going to work. Yeah. And that's yeah. the key to all of it is yeah. like, you've got two great actors playing off of each other yeah. <laughs> and, Aww. and it's dramatic, yeah. but it's also funny. And we're going to yeah. like, we we're and moving this character's story forward. There's Natalie Portman. Hi, Natalie Portman. I'm excited for you in love and thunder. I'm wait. very excited for her return. Um, yeah. I'm re- the thing that I'm the most excited about is her coming back and actually having some fun with the role. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because yeah. I think that one of the things that makes Thor and Dark World a little bit difficult to get through is that you can kind of see how much Natalie Portman is just there. Right. right? Yeah. She's not yeah. really bought into the world. She's not really bought into the character. Um and it, it always pulls me out with those movies, especially with Dark World because of everything that was going on with that production. But right, yeah. um, like she she she, I think, justifiably phones it in. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. And it's, it, it shows up on screen. But but I'm excited for her to come back, do something fun, get get the spotlight a little bit and yeah. for it to be a Thor movie that's not necessarily about Thor Odinson. But uh, yeah. but uh, yeah just the power of thor yeah um yeah good they lesson really to should, learn. 
they really should get a female director to be able to helm one of these movies by herself though so um i is is black widow not directed by a woman is it okay good i'm pretty sure good i hope so it should be i mean it makes sense that it i'll I'll double check that but um right i think that maybe that's maybe that's what would tip her over the edge is her being able to to yeah uh, black widow is directed by kate shortland and uh captain marvel i think has two directors it does one of them and one of them is a woman yeah Uh, anna Bowden and ryan fleck um yeah. yeah so i mean like hey we're getting there we're getting there yeah yeah Slowly but surely. Ce- celebrate the small victories right it's, it doesn't mean stop being critical but but yeah, yeah. you know I, I i don't know i think that's uh i think disney and uh marvel studios and lucasfilm are they're working on it they're, trying. they're working on it they are trying oh this is oh right i forgot i forgot <laughs> sometimes it takes a second <laughs> she's so understanding as a mother right. He, she just uh, she just gets it, and I just love he like oh, oh. I just it's it's so cute. I do love the scene, <laughs> and they just hit the they hit the um the um music cues yeah. so well. You're you're right. They, they it's like a it's pretty it's pretty good. This they is do, one of my job. favorite gags though. Is like because yeah. this is so yeah. iconic. The introduction of Star Lord is so yeah. powerful. Yeah. Um, and I think it's like visceral for all of us and we're reliving it and then, and then cut, I in a second, it's just, it's going to be so good because we're living it. We're like, yeah, this is so much fun. Star Lord's so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. And then we cut and it's like, wow, he really is just an idiot. <laughs> it's. Yes. <laughs> it's Don Cheadle the way that he delivers it too. He's so good. And that she just like she's just like, Yep, he is. Yeah. I love that this is like this is what a lot of what he did in this movie too was just like get it, punched in the face. The 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 thing that, that I love about that moment, that exchange between the two of them is that they've been waiting for Quill to show up, right? So clearly right. they've talked about it and, and I'm sure that at some point there was like a moment of like, so what's our game plan here? And Nebula's like, we wait for the idiot to show up, and then we punch him in the face, and we <laughs> and we get we t- we find out what he used to get the stone, yeah. and 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 that Rhodey was probably like, what? That's your that's the whole plan, and she's like, yes, he's an idiot, like, like he's a, no, you don't understand, he's an idiot, and uh, uh, this is actually important the 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 arm burning away. I'll, I'll talk about it in a second, but yeah. And then for that moment for him to be like, so he's an idiot. <laughs> it's like, it's the confirmation of what she told him earlier. Right. Um, the, the arm is important. It's a great moment between them. We have a great character moment where yeah. Rhodey says we work with what we got. Cause he's also yeah. part machine. Yeah. Right. right. Um, yeah. And so it's this great humanizing moment for Nebula where it's like, one of our heroes, one of actually probably the most pure heroes that we've got in Rhodey, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. Acknowledges that Nebula is now a hero. So it's right. kind of, it's almost yeah, yeah. like a knighting scene of like a, hey, yeah. you, you've you done what you've done because of, you know, the situation that you've lived through. But yeah. but we work with what we got. You're a hero. You're here now, yeah. right? Um, and it's such a great, like, I. Uh, uh, sort of like uh, justification is not the right word, but just this great validation moment 
for Nebula of like, you've come so far and you've, you've become this other, this other person entirely, which she's going to be confronted with momentarily. And then we immediately tragically cut her off from the rest of the heroes. Right. Right. But that arm is important because Rhodey just saw that happen. Right. And yet they're all so elated to be back that the plan worked that he doesn't notice Right. When they get back to the present, that her arm is restored, um, oh. and that all it takes is that faceplate, and it's that's not a continuity error. It's not a plot hole. The 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 Russos actually acknowledge it in the uh, in the um, uh, commentary that that was that was their way of giving the audience something to track. Oh. Of like whose arm is not there versus that's not Nebula, right? right. Because at a certain point. Right she takes the faceplate, puts it on her, which is how we've right. been used to seeing Nebula throughout the movie. Right. So then right. after that point, it's like, okay, our Nebula is missing that part of her faceplate. And right. she's also got the exposed robot arm. Right. right. So cool. it's, uh, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just yeah. one of those small details. Right. But yeah. it's a really cool one. Um, it's nice. good. I do. We, we talk. We talked about this in the last in the last watch through as well, like the first act, where yeah. like Nebula really does have this just like brilliant um, story arc. Yeah. For, well, for, she's like, she's character. so integral to the, to this film, yeah. and yeah. that is, I think, surprising yeah. for a lot of people and unexpected. Yeah. Um, Why doesn't she just immediately go, go back. back? Yeah. I just it by it drives me bananas. I, I think like, because because they're compromised right like because it's not just it's not just her stone and she also knows like roadie got back with the stone he got back but we have to make sure in order for the plan to work this is what she's a hero now right so she doesn't immediately think of herself she thinks of her teammates and right that they've got to go back to the 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 nebula that we just saw on thanos's ship Mm -hmm isn't operating on that level she's only thinking of self-preservation when she's going like that's not me that's not me i would never betray you right she's not it's not that she's loyal to thanos it's that she's afraid of thanos right right and he knows that he's fully aware yeah like it was why he says i know you wouldn't right but he also understands that like at a certain point that's been undermined Um, (laughs) i love ant-man's like um tantrum (laughs) at this moment well okay so there's there's a there's a bit of subtext here that unless you're a really big Iron Man and Ant-Man fan, I don't know that everybody's going to follow. Hank Pym hates, I, 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 not Tony, but well, he hates Tony as well, but he hates, um, he hates his dad. I, oh, uh, Howard, uh, Howard. Right. Oh. They hate each other. I, okay. uh, and I, uh, uh, Hank has passed that on to Scott. Like, don't gotcha. trust. Gotcha. Don't touch. Don't, don't trust, trust a Stark. Stark, right? Yeah. So there's a bit of animosity that I don't think that Tony is fully aware of in this moment. And, and <laughs> Scott's just kind of venting yeah. a little bit on behalf of Hank. Um, sure. And there's <laughs> when we'll talk about it next week, obviously, but in the funeral scene, um, Michael Douglas nails his performance. It's like, because they're there, it is Tony Stark's <laughs> Sorry, funeral. America, Rogers. Yeah, <laughs> right. But I mean, he has he, to be there for like Howard. Yeah, Howard. He's there. Yeah. He's there because Tony did obviously show himself to be a, a true hero by the end of it. But he's there begrudgingly. 
right? right. Interesting. Um, and it's yeah, it's a it's it's a really really understated performance and not really the focus, but interesting. Uh, I should I want to yeah I'll I'll re- yeah that. I'll point that it out a, when we get there. That uh, was a fun that was a fun scene too where um uh, Iron Man and like Captain America don't really explain what's going on. There's your Stan like, Lee cameo. Stanley cameo but that they but they get it like they're having yeah. this conversation without saying anything so i just think yeah. it's um, anyways i just I, I like it that they're both i don't know i just it's just it's just good that they like know what they're looking after i didn't realize that though i that i guess that that hank pym and howard stark would have i guess obviously worked in the same area there's um there's 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 content in the ant-man movies where like uh yeah they they, there's there's stuff stated of like i'm excited to rewatch the ant-man movies because they've they're they're the ones that i've watched the least but they are fun so um they're actually i mean cameo they're both pretty high up in my ranking um yeah of the mcu because i do love both of those movies yeah I love what did they say? They say he has a hippie beard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, the community reference. Uh, uh, cameos are also great. Um, Joel McHale hasn't shown up yet. In any I, is, of the... I was going to say, I don't think. No. Wait, is um, Alison Brie in any? Uh, I don't think so. No. I think I think we have. Uh, Danny Pudi, uh, Jim Rash, uh, uh, Yvette Nicole Brown, the one that we just watched. Um, uh, Ken Jeong was at the beginning of this movie. Um, and then Donald Glover is in Spider-Man Homecoming, but he's not a cameo. He's a named right, character. He's, an actual, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, actually yeah, the yeah. Prowler. So, yeah. um, I am excited for that. Yeah, like he could come back in a future Spider-Man story. Um, yeah. Or get his own movie. When Miles Morales shows up, he will be part of that story. Uh, if that yeah, ever happens. I hope so. um, yeah. Doctor Zool. Uh we, that's our 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 uh heads up. I guess I guess maybe maybe Zola isn't a computer yet. He's uh he's still a human being at this point. I guess so, yeah. It, that's I've never really tracked that properly. Yeah. But, the computer you know. that he's in is a very 1980s computer in Winter Soldier, so um, let's assume that that that's when it, it was happened. in the 80s. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. I, it's so weird how he grabs the finger, but that's fine. Yeah, it's a good moment with these yeah. two. Yeah, I here's here is one of the things about where special effects are at in this day and age. They de-aged. Um, Oh man, I can't remember the actor. Oh yeah, that, but Howard Stark. Basically. Yeah. yeah, he's de-aged in this scene, and it wasn't until um, until actually recently when uh, when the Russos did their their watch along thing, and they were talking about it, and they mentioned that he's de-aged. I didn't realize that he was de-aged. I thought they just dyed his hair. Right. But they like this one is obvious, more obvious with Michael yeah. Douglas. But yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love his. His 1970s hair. It's so good. It's so good. This whole movie is quite good. Yeah. I just, it's just so fun. It's just great because with Michael Douglas, like we have actual, we know what his hair would have looked like because that's when he was in movies. Right. Yeah. So like is when his career started. So that's, that haircut, that look is actually a reference to one of his first films. Um, So good. Yeah. 
Nice. Uh, I love all the ants. It's whatever research he's doing with ants because he's Ant Man. Uh, and there we go. Uh, hey, I would grab. I personally, I would take all. So of it. many. I so would take all of, of it. Yeah. Like, why are you only taking yeah. that many? Yeah. But but uh, oh, although I mean, like, also maybe that's just all we see him take. But right. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's one of the things that like there's there are a lot of different elements to Steve's uh, adventure at the end of the movie that that people Maybe don't account did, for. But back. in that briefcase yeah. has to be the pin particles that he stole. Right. He's got to yeah, put those fair. back. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 There's a whole other Disney Plus series there of like <laughs> of each like episode Captain America of him going putting stuff and... back. Yeah. 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 No, it makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, man, and this is perfect hero's journey stuff. He's 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 uh, uh, the uh, I, I, uh, what is it? It's the atonement with the father or whatever. He's oh, like yeah. it's it's yeah, literally yeah. happening for happening for Tony. So yeah, you know yeah. his story is coming to an end, right? Because guess, yeah, this is the one yeah. piece of his arc that is still the one thread that's still left dangling. Everything else, right. he's. He's he's realized he's got to get Peter back and then and then he's good. Right. And that's where at the end of the movie, when he makes the sacrifice that he does, it's like he's Maggie so much done everything. Uh, Yeah. Peggy. There she is. Peggy, not Maggie. Oh, did you say Margaret Carter? Yeah, I did. I said he loves Maggie so much. He doesn't. He loves Peggy so much. But, you know, Um, I don't know. I just I love it so much. Yeah, they're the best. She's aged up Aww. a little bit there. I love that. That like they yeah. got they have to play so much with all this stuff. But, yeah, yeah, uh, to like keep them in the right timelines yeah. and stuff. Which yeah. I but I, it's attention to man, detail. Technology is insane, man. Like honestly, what is it? These deep fake things that we're just getting like you can oh, just yeah. make whole new movies with like people. That well, I saw I saw dead. a video where somebody did a deep fake of jeff bridges face over the cg jeff bridges face in tron legacy and they improved it like they basically like made it made it better with the deep fake technology so i think actually that moving forward that's probably how we're gonna see a lot of this stuff progress is not with the the motion capture cg but instead with the deep fake technology um but yeah uh there's some simple de-aging stuff that they can do in some of the movies like they're doing with uh with uh with howard here in this scene yeah 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 but it's good oh it's i love it i love the son imparting the wisdom to the father it's so good oh yeah you had him you had him pegged all wrong tony he uh you're the most important thing to him the whole time i do like the like discrepancy in uh how young the Howard Stark from Captain America looks compared to this Howard Stark and how different like it's not that far right like this this is uh, that... if this is the 1970s then it's it? 30 years oh it's almost it? okay. 25 30 years oh, okay yeah okay he's significantly and older is... but I thought in and this Jarvis isn't this Jarvis in Agent Carter yep so, anyways, it's just there's just like overlap things. I haven't seen Agent Carter. Maybe I should watch it. It's Weird good. Agent I love Carter's that they make good. so many comments about his his beard. His beard, his hippie beard. Yeah. They just make so many. Um, so good. Like, 
at any time she could just press the little button and go. <laughs> like, why doesn't she just go? Oh, now she can't because they just stole it. Oh well. Because she can't, because the story it has to happen the way that it happens. Yeah, I know, but it's frustrating. I don't want it to happen like that. Of course not. <laughs> we just want <laughs> the heroes to eaten. win. But yeah, if course. they don't, or if they do, then where's the where's the conflict? Where's the story? It's, yeah, uh, I mean that's fair. It's got to be a little bit difficult. We got to lose something along the way, right? Yeah. yeah Although this, fair. like, importantly, this gains us back Gamora. She's 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 dead I mean, in yeah, the future, that, so not coming that's back. True. That's true. Right? She 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 dead dead. Yeah. She got killed in in different ways than everybody else. And we don't know exactly what's going to happen here. Ooh, dun, dun, dun. The faceplate. The, mm-hmm. man, the the seamless way that they do this, where it's like it goes from the makeup to the CG. Um, so good. It's so good. There, There's just like, technology is insane. Yeah. Like. Well, I when you have unlimited resources, right? I mean, yeah, that's fair. You can move the sun if you That's need fair. to. That's fair. Uh, yeah, man. There's Vormir. Oh, yeah. We haven't got... This has probably all been happening at the same time. Yeah. They took a long time to get to Vormir. I'm just, just, just going to watch. <laughs> but I love that it totally is totally awesome. Because he's, like, under different circumstances. But also yeah. the way that his tone is, he's like, this is totally awesome. But yeah. he just doesn't want to say it. I just did. I don't know. It's just like anybody else that would have gone, it wouldn't have worked. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it has to be the two of them. It has to be the two of them. Yeah. So. Um, but it's like they should have known that when they sent them, but they didn't. It just like works out. Anyways. Well, they kind of know, right? Because cause the like uh, Nebula implies, you know, Nebula doesn't know. She doesn't. She doesn't know exactly what right. happened on Vormir, but she what she knows is that Thanos, Thanos. took Gamora there, and yeah. Gamora didn't come back. Yeah. So there was a sacrifice of some kind because because yeah. Nebula understands that Thanos loved Gamora, Gamora. Right. Yeah. and the reason why she knows that is because he didn't love her, right? <laughs> like he, yeah. he she knows yeah. the difference because she felt the the. Yeah, the absence of it yeah. <laughs> right yeah. Yeah. um yeah. so she explains it as best as she can but but we don't really know what the price is going to be until yeah. we get there yeah the audience knows we know but yeah. they don't right the heroes yeah. don't so i don't know why they couldn't just go steal the mind stone from somebody else or the soul stone they should have mm-hmm. just got it somewhere else because the only person that they would know of having it at this point would be uh, Thanos. And at the time, at the point that he's got the soul stone, he has three other stones, right? Yeah. So okay. Four other stones. What's he, he's only he's missing the time stone and, and the mind stone. stone. Yeah. Right. So yeah, yeah he's got, so he's got three other history. stones and then gets the soul stone. So he has four stones right. and is basically unstoppable. That's the whole point of infinity war. Right. By the time that he's got those, once he gets, he gets the, the time stone, he's unstoppable. There was, yeah. there was no way they were going to protect vision. Right. Right. Um, yeah. 
They could have separated the stone from his body. And destroyed it. It would have, yeah. been, it would have been nice if they yeah. could have done that in time. I am excited for WandaVision. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, I'm excited for every shred of MCU content that we're I mean, going to yeah. get. It's all, I mean, yeah. it's all exciting. Um, yeah. This is so awkward where they like, <laughs> I love it, where they're like, I think that you think. Yeah, they're, they're both saying that they're <laughs> going to sacrifice We're both saying themselves. that we're going to sacrifice ourselves, yeah. It's yeah. So there's a there's an alternate version of this whole sequence where yeah. they actually they get there and then Thanos's uh, uh, minions arrive at the same time and yeah. and instead of instead of this fight against each other for who's going to sacrifice themselves they're actually fighting uh, against Thanos's people they're fighting they're racing against Thanos's minions for black widow to sacrifice herself first right before they get right. killed so that hawkeye right. can get the stone and right. it's it it doesn't work <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, there's a reason why they reshot the whole thing yeah, um because yeah. this is this is much better i think this actually yeah. works really well oh yeah um oh, and yeah. it's it's very impactful mm -hmm. and and natasha's sacrifice is really important and and i there's people who criticize that like she doesn't get her due but i I do think that like it's there's it's different context for for when they uh, sort of eulogize her at the end of, at the beginning of Act Three right, as opposed yeah, yeah. to with Tony where yeah um, yeah yeah I yeah. do like too that like one of the things that is important is that she overpowers him in this scene like yeah. she is she wins. Yeah. Like in her sacrifice, she is the better of the two of them in, in terms of like the fight. Yeah. And so that's kind of cool that she like does best him. So, you know, it's but cool. uh, we're going to we're going to get our proper Black Widow eulogy when that movie releases, which it was already supposed to. But now we oh, got to wait till November. Yeah, I want it now. Do yeah, it now. we should have already seen Black Widow. Isn't that ridiculous? Man. We Ugh, live in this, so we live in this awful timeline. Want. right do we think this is the darkest timeline or is there someplace darker uh yeah i mean there's uh, there's always you know the timelines where hitler won i mean yeah, i think good. those are darker timelines that's, yeah that's my yeah, you, you that's good. my opinion you make a good point i actually really want to watch man in the high castle i've never i've never seen it. i haven't watched it either it's one of those things where it's like it's the same as westworld for me where it's like i know i'm gonna like it but I yeah, just but can't, just... I just don't have the capacity right now to get into it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I will eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is one of the last like big things that happens uh, during this act. We're almost at the end of this act. Uh, yeah, we basically are. Um, yeah, I haven't actually figured out like exactly the moment that we're going to cut this. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to play it by ear a little bit. Here. Can you guys hear my mom yelling to my dad upstairs about the voice? No, I'm no, I sorry. It's just, okay. it's so loud. Do it's your parents also finale. watch the masked singer? Of course they do. And yeah. they're in a dilemma tonight because both the masked singer and the voice are on. And it's like this whole big thing that my mom's had to stay up really late. I already know. I already know who the masked singer was tonight. So Ooh. yeah. Wow. Just because Ken Jeong is one of the hosts, and so yeah, he tweets yeah. about it a lot. Yeah. I don't yeah. watch it. It's, we actually canceled cable today. Oh, no I, way. I cut the cord today. Yeah. Don't need it. Don't need it. Interesting. Don't have arrow. I'm so, don't have I'm so glad resistance. you can't tell. I'm so glad you can't hear her. She's <laughs> being so loud. Yeah. <laughs> so loud. 
so funny. Sorry, I'm talking over this really sad moment where we just lost Natasha no, and he gets good. the soul stone. But, um, you know, other pop culture. I don't watch reality shows, but apparently people are liking The Masked Singer because it's one of the only reality shows because it was filmed before all this happened. So it's still got a good format to it. Plan's got to work now because Hawkeye's really lost everyone. He's got yeah. nobody left. He needs everybody to come back. But here we go. Everybody oh. coming back. Zooming back. Poip. Yeah. And there we go. Nice. Is this it? Is this where we're ending? Where are we? Are we waiting? Uh, you know what? Let's 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 get through the the uh, the Natasha's memorial scene because um, okay. otherwise we're starting on a real downer. Um, yeah, that's fair. Well, that's fair. Well, uh, yeah, um, yeah. I like the the most important the the three most important characters are are checked in with here. Um, yeah, Hawkeye, Hulk, and Captain America, the ones that are closest yeah. to that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Actually, this is a good idea. Yeah, we'll end on this little, like, yeah. memorial to Nat and then come back because it's still, like, a full hour after this. Yeah. So, you know. So even though Black Widow is introduced in one of Tony's movies, he kind of knows her the least. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, family. she's not, like, yeah, she's she's always been a little bit, yeah. like, peripheral to him. Hey, so. I love this scene because of Thor's reaction because he doesn't want to... Yeah. He doesn't want to go back. He doesn't want to regress because yeah. he just dealt with everything. So he's like, no, 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 yeah. I'm better now. So, like, we can't yeah. be depressed now. We're, yeah. we're like, we, fix we'll it. fix this. Yeah. We can fix this, too. We're going to fix everything. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. We're heroes, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah. but yeah. them sort of forcing him is, like, kind of got to come to terms with it. And he's, like, the floating red guy. It, it's <laughs> like he doesn't know who Red Skull is. Oh, Captain America is right. the only one who knows who Red Skull is. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Aw. That's good stuff. Oh, there's not... It's good. Clint is... He deals with it okay. Yeah. Like, I think it's it's important. Like, he just he just is regretting, like... like I just have a really hard time taking his performance seriously with that hair, but... <laughs> it, it never bothered me. I saw a meme about it today, though, and yeah. now I just can't th- stop thinking about it. Somebody was calling it like a COVID haircut. <laughs> and they're like, what happens when you yeah, like are self, halfway through the self administration? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All well, right, Captain let's America, cut it there. We will. Uh, we will. One fifty-seven twenty-six. So we will come back yeah. on the the uh, nano gauntlet being constructed um, next week and finish out Avengers Endgame with Act Three. Uh, we're, we're really just gonna gush at hey, I like that character. Hey, look at that guy. Hey, they're hugging, and uh, yeah. and then I'm gonna cry awesome. for 15 yep. minutes yep. straight. Uh, so Aww. get 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 yourselves mentally prepared to listen to. Uh, I'll be 35 at that point. It's my birthday on Sunday. I I totally remembered that. <sighs> I'm sorry. I'm the worst because usually we go to a movie on your birthday, and that's how I remember it's your birthday. We were supposed to go to Fast and the Furious. Oh, for no. my birthday, F nine was supposed to be this weekend, and oh. and then I was supposed to go to Jurassic World Live, and it's just oh, this was supposed to be an awesome weekend, like one for the ages, and uh, instead, I uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna what, yeah. what what are we doing? We're gonna try and order in. It's if Spaghetti Factory is opened up again, which I need to check. Uh, hopefully mm-hmm. they're open by this weekend so we can get some yeah, curbside 
take out from them. If not, it's going to be Olive Garden. Going to drive all the way out to Langley. Oh, Olive Garden. But uh, uh, yeah, cool. That's I will. Um, I will let me know what you want. I can get you an audiobook because I have Audible credits. Oh, do, I don't want <laughs> an audiobook because I have so many. I think I have three credits sitting in my. Oh <gasps> no way! Yeah, yeah. But I. Uh, I, I don't know. I just, it's like hard to get people like gifts across the void, especially considering I don't. Well, mind you, I was just going to use have, Audible, I, which is Amazon as well. But. I have an Amazon wish list, so that's true. But I was just going to say I don't know if I necessarily want to start sending things on Amazon because it's starting to like really get to me that Amazon is making so much money and being terrible. Oh, that they're the worst. They're workers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm like maybe 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 I can get you something. I'll get you like some pasta. We'll figure it out. Okay. Well, we can figure it out. It's all good. Um, cool. Well, uh, it's late. It's almost 11 yes. o'clock. So uh, we're going to wrap it up there. Uh, thankfully, hey, we only had the one little hiccup with the with the internet. It, it yeah. stayed stable through the rest of it. So um, yeah. cool. That's okay. it for this week's episode, guys. Uh, cool. Thank you so much for listening. I hope everybody's enjoying this. I think everybody is. I mean, you know, we're just. I think one, one of the cool things about this is that, like, this is really what we do podcasting, <laughs> yeah. right? It's like yeah. for Quiver, this is what we did. We talked over a TV show. Yeah. So breaking up the movies into into these these chunks, I think, is. Uh, is kind of a fun way to to do a similar thing, but uh, but we can be a little bit more varied. We did Star Wars, now we're doing Avengers, and yeah. maybe next we'll do John Carter. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, I've been thinking about John Carter a lot recently. Yeah. It's been a long I'd time since I've sat down and watched that movie. So yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, I, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll even put up a poll in the in the Facebook Ooh. group, and you guys can choose what we do after this one because we'll come back next week. We'll close out Avengers Endgame. And then the following week, we take the week off, right? So oh, right, yeah, and then we'll, we'll come back. back the the week after that, and we'll have a we'll 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 pick another movie to uh, to to do this. I because I actually kind of been feeling out this format, right? And I actually mm-hmm. really really like this format of let's talk a little bit about the news, and mm-hmm. then let's take a break, and then let's jump in and and just talk over a yeah. piece of amazing media. Um, yeah. Because it's really uh, like, it's it's easy to stay positive when we're just watching a movie that we love. Yeah. It was a little more difficult yeah. on Rise of Skywalker, but yeah. uh, and we'll circle around to Last Jedi at some point. Yeah. But so good. Uh, yeah, well, uh, thank okay. you guys for listening. Uh, you can head to thunderquack.com to check out all the other great podcasts in the Thunderquack Podcast Network. And you can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thunderquack uh on twitter at thunderquack pod and on instagram at thunderquack podcast you can also follow us individually on twitter i'm at aconkin a-k-o-n-k-i-n you can add an 86 to that for instagram and you can follow me on twitter and instagram i'm at arkwolf a-r-k-w-u-l-f uh and uh if you like what you heard uh you guys can support us in three ways. Uh, first, by going to the podcast service of your choice and uh, leaving a rating and review um, to ha- let other people uh, know you like the podcast and help help them find it. Um, with a general topic podcast like the one that we do here, where we're kind of just talking about yeah. geeky stuff, uh, recommendations are really the only way that we get new listeners. Um, so, uh, because we don't do interviews or anything like that. So, um, 
so yeah, it really helps. I uh, I uh, just tell your friends about the podcast, share it, uh, rate and review. That's all super helpful. The other ways that you can support us are by going to store.thunderquack.com to pick up some merchandise. You can get yourself uh, a nice face mask right now, a nice Thunderquack themed face mask. Um, which like, hey, oh, yeah, further heads up. Uh, as the world returns to some form of normalcy over the next little bit, um, face masks are going to be a required thing. Yeah. Uh, and I think that everybody needs to get used to that idea. I know that there are some individuals out there saying that they look dorky and whatnot. Um, I say lean into it <laughs> yeah. and uh, yeah. go ahead and get get a face mask for your favorite podcast uh, uh, based on a DC TV show or Star Wars television program. Um, that's 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 my two cents uh, or support a good cause because there are a lot of different face masks you can you can buy that support good causes. Um, I've actually been thinking about that, too, like where I'm going to get one because I'm going to probably head back to Vancouver soon. Um, and I'm like, oh, all my friends are making face masks. Yeah, cool. I, we've got ours coming from the Vancouver Aquarium uh, mm-hmm. very soon. They, they actually just shipped today, so I should have them soon. But like, I'm getting my hair cut tomorrow, finally. Um, mm-hmm. I, nice. And I, I, it's uh, the the process for getting it cut is very thorough um, for like like they're gonna take my temperature before I'm allowed in and I have to wear wow, a mask yeah. the whole time like they're taking proper precautions so if you want to get back to some of the things that we've been missing out on masks are gonna be a very important part of that so yeah. um, but uh, yeah uh, store.thundercrack.com go pick up some merch. Uh, and help support the podcast by doing so. Um, And last but not least, uh, you can head to patreon.com slash thunderquack and kick in with your monthly pledge of support and get some cool rewards in the process. Like as we noted earlier, getting the podcast early, getting it ad-free. It's really late and I can't stop this yawn. I really (laughs) tried. Uh, Sorry, guys. Um, (laughs) Or uh, getting it uncut, where you're going to get a conversation that we had yesterday. Yeah. (laughs) uh, Added on to this. What did we talk about? What did we talk about? I forget. Oh, no. We talked about something nerdy. The Justice League cut. Yeah. The the Snyder Snyder cut. Snyder Snyder Um, cut. I'm going to do something, too, because I keep thinking about these Audible credits I have (laughs) and what you're saying. And I'm like, you know what I would like? Is that I have I have Audible credits, and in terms of like in the spirit of like people helping other people find really nerdy things, how about I give an Audible credit to somebody who like has a friend who like says this podcast was recommended to me by so and so, and I like it. So if somebody like tweets at us or like mm-hmm. Instagrams at us or like goes on Facebook and is like, hey, I found this podcast because so and so recommended it to me, um, and just like listen to a download, I would love to give somebody an Audible credit. So do that. If, you, if you're interested in Audible credit, recommend our podcast to somebody and then get them to, to tell me that you recommended the podcast and I will, I'll, you can reach out to me and I will figure out a way to get you an Audible credit. Okay. But on Twitter, that's the best way to do that. Yeah. I want to give my Audible credits away. <laughs> <laughs> cool. And have people learn about the podcast. So uh, Patreon.com slash Thunderquack. I <laughs> uh, thank you guys for listening and we will see you next week. Stay safe, everybody. Wash your hands and be kind to one another. Yeah.